Wow! Hi. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Popcorn Boys with me, Killian, and me, Mark Byrne. This is a popcorn review show where we review films and we have a great time together. Mm -hmm. And welcome to the show. It's going to be a nice time, and everybody, I hope you're having fun. It's going to be nice. Uh, We've real... never done a like an intro like that before, have we? No, I don't think we need to. Yeah, we it's not do necessary. A, we do a cold open. Um, well, then typically let's, let's do our cold open. Well, no, we've done it. You can yeah, just put that, the music there. It doesn't work. You got to do a cold open, but intro the cold open. Yeah, yeah, Coming up soon, the cold open. Our shows always start with like, and that's what she was saying to me. She was saying, yeah. he, you're a big funny guy. Yeah. But turn out, I was the funniest guy of all. Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Good morning, Vietnam! First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work. Okay. Can we talk about something other than Hollywood for a change? No, I don't go to the movies much. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. So what's your podcast about? Um, the movies. Can I just say something? Um, because I never say it, and uh, and then when I listen back to the podcast before I put it up, it annoys the hell out of me. And what? you've started noticing it too. But you do something with the microphone when you're holding it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it creates some sort of, like, noise. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're fiddling around over there. I think it might be, even looking at you now, you're holding by the wire. <laughs> you're holding by the wire of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we need we need you to stop doing that because... Yeah, it's annoying. Was it in the last one? It's in every... It's been in every episode. You can go back and listen to all the other episodes, but there's just little, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's because I always move the mic away from my mouth because I, I was called out uh, for breathing into the mic too much before, and now I'm paranoid about it. <laughs> Sometimes I actually like feel like I'm gonna pass out because I, I'm like I can't breathe into the mic. Man, one day I'm gonna just because like you know when when you're looking at at sound files and you're editing them, mm. usually it's one person talking and the other person isn't talking, mm. and so while the other person isn't talking, it's usually just a line of silence, right? Yeah. yeah. But you you never have a line of silence. There's all shit going on, and you're <laughs> one day I'm just gonna release the podcast. That's just the noises of Mark. The noises That'd of Mark. That'd be nice. Yeah. That that could that could be like a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Mark's, Mark's silent tracks. Do you remember I used to always do that thing? I didn't even realize I did it where I'd hold the plate up to my mouth and scrape the plate into my mouth. <laughs> I used to always eat my dinner while we were doing this. That was, I actually remembered recently that when we first started doing this, yeah, we were in different countries. That yeah, was kind of the, the whole thing. The whole idea was, I mean, years ago, was we just sent each other voice messages about the films. The voice message thing we've abandoned. <laughs> yeah, that was actually good. I I, I think I might just do, start doing that Maybe again. let's bring it back. I think uh, it was it's quite good. good. It's actually quite functional It's functional well. because then when we come around to, to recording this and it's like, what did you think of the film? I just don't remember the film I at all. I barely I'm remember. Like, what film? I saw that three it. days ago. How do you expect me to remember it? Yeah, exactly. No, but that's, that's funny that we, like, the faff of having to record two separate things every time and stuff. Yeah. Although the faff of fucking driving here today was even worse yeah you have uh how long did it take you it took me like an hour and 15 minutes or jesus something. christ wow, just sitting just sitting and then you know when you're driving mm. um and it's when the windows get all steamy so you have to keep turning on the oh god the hot air and then the car is getting really hot and you don't want it to be hot but your choices be extremely hot or not be able to see yeah oh that's bad. i know what i choose <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's uh, how are you? You, you I'm good, uh, but I uh, but the 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 traffic when you're in the car, what are you listening to while you're slowly going insane? I was listening to a, a podcast, ah, okay, a true true and on, yeah, true and on. That's yeah. the one you're listening to a lot, yeah. I, to you a lot. wouldn't listen to music much anymore, would you listen to music? I listen to music, you see, the, uh, my car is a four, 20, 1424 focus, nice. and when you're driving, 
Um, if you're driving, ladies, he's taken. <laughs> <laughs> when you're driving down the highway on the, in that bad boy, the car sounds, the wheel sounds are quite loud. So mm. if you're listening to music, you can't really hear it that good. Okay. With, with a podcast, you can hear it pretty well. Okay. Yeah, Actually, yeah. that's not usually an issue in traffic. So I could have listened to music, but I was listening to my pods. Today. Do you know what I think about sometimes? Ah, uh, keeping my earphones in when I'm driving. I man, I know. It's not loud. It's it's funny. Because my car is like I can't hook up to the system in the van. Big loud van. It's like a big diesel van. Mm. Can I stick my headphones in and listen to my is that I have, loud? I have driven with headphones on, full on headphones. <laughs> and it feels so alien what? and that weird. It looks weird. But it just feels so bizarre. And it's not like on a bike. Like on a bike, you need your ears. I still yeah. well, I actually don't. I used to cycle with headphones in. Whoops. A lot. But uh on a car. Like you're in the car, you're not relying on your yeah. ears to hear other cars coming, so you wouldn't yeah. think it'd be that much of a problem. But like, I feel like it's definitely illegal. Mm. It's weird that that's illegal, but like turning the bla- the radio up full blast is yeah. illegal. Having like a gigantic like subwoofer in your car is totally fine. Yeah, but I feel like I mean I've just decided that that having earphones in is illegal, but I feel like it definitely is. Yeah, it just doesn't. I've never I, you, you never don't have see to be able to hear. Good. You don't have to be able to hear. You never see anybody do it. Deaf yeah. people can drive. Deaf, deaf people are allowed to drive. Yeah. Blind Definitely. people not. Sorry? Blind people Blind not. Blind people aren't allowed. Deaf, yes. Deaf, yes. And that would imply to me that you can, you can't drive with a sleeping mask on, but you can yes. drive with your headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I was going to say something about the headphones. Oh yeah. Have you ever tried driving a car without your shoes on as well? That also is so hard and weird. Yeah. I've had to do that before. Um, I like uh, in situations with being at the beach and mm. that kind of stuff and uh it's really horrible it's it not is, nice yeah yeah getting your bare feet on on the on the clutches and it stuff feel, you can really feel the pedals and you're like oh is that what is that what that's shaped like you know yeah I mean? feels like, like oh, the clutch is a tiny little tiny little thing feels like you're a flintstone or something it's like yeah running your little legs <laughs> feels like really driving the car <laughs> um harry you you started a new podcast yeah i have i've started a new podcast called young hot guys mm-hmm. um well, no, I haven't started it, but we're starting, we're releasing me, Tony and Shane. And the aim is, as the aim always has been, is uh, to plot for Popcorn Boys to eventually take over the world. Mm. This is a step in the plan. If I hear you even mention the name of the film <laughs> on that podcast, I'll fucking kill you. Well, you, it, you not only kill me, you could probably, there's probably a, a legal case that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Imagine I'm- you see me, but like. I feel like we wouldn't stop doing the podcast. Mm. <laughs> suing me. Yeah, we just true. have to continue doing it. Have you? Yeah, we'd keep doing ours. I'd be suing you for <laughs> the other one, but we have to keep doing this one. What? Uh, what? Have you done an episode yet? Yeah, we recorded. We recorded an episode, um, uh, and it's edited, and then we have another one in the can. Shit, it's a real, it's a real professional thing. It's going to be video. Wow, it's going to have. It's very professional, but like, you know, the relaxed atmosphere we have here where it's very DIY. It's very Gen Z, this podcast. Mm, I, I agree. It's very I Gen agree. Z. That's why we, most of our listeners are Gen Z. They're Gen Z. Yeah. They're the two of them, both of them are Gen Z. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any money behind it? No, there's no money yet, but we. I, I would. it'd be great if there was money behind it. Would there um, be like, you have to answer to some kind of financiers? Financiers. Financier. No, because like, even like with my like social media stuff i don't really do much of that stuff anymore but when you do do a brandy kind of thing mm. that doesn't affect the jokes you make i've had people i've had drunk kind of like communists come up to me <laughs> i've had drunk communists come up to me yeah. and, and and accuse me of 
They're like, you being, should. I'm like, do you think, you know, like saying, oh, you're doing an ad for Frank and Honest. No, you don't. No, you can't say what you think. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like, it's so funny getting annoyed at like comedians and stuff for doing ads. It's mm. like, what? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> it's like, I nearly find it's like, you know, when people get annoyed, people who mm. don't have Spotify premium accounts are like, there are fucking ads on this. <laughs> like, it's not a free service. You know what I mean? Whereas I guess your lovely content is free, but yeah. someone's, you gotta... it's a bit, yeah, it's like if I somehow got paid, I really stupidly made it big on the, the two apps that don't pay you any money, mm. like, um, or, or three apps TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. None of those give you a TikTok pays people in America or something like that. None of them give you any money. Uh, I think they they have some sort of thing. Mm. YouTube and Facebook pay people, but I don't I'm, I don't already have those accounts. So get on the shorts, man. So get I gotta on the do YouTube the, shorts. Yeah, well, I started posting them on YouTube shorts. I've got like fucking no views. Really? Yeah, and then sometimes I get sometimes I get fucking really encouraging comments from people. They're like good, good try. They're like, good job, man. You're actually really funny. You should keep this up. And I'm like fucking it just hurts me in my uh, core <laughs> fuck. yeah you're like oh nice that's nice and when did you start doing this <laughs> <laughs> it's like keep it up you might be all right I'm like do you not know do you not know who i am <laughs> the um i find the youtube shorts really troubling because they really want me to watch them and mm. i don't have tiktok just because i had it for like i had it for a little bit and then yeah. it kind of made me feel a bit weird because there's so many kind of children Man. on there doing Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, not like that anymore. Really. Out of here. But uh, so I deleted it, mm. and I also kind of felt like I don't need. I, I go on Instagram too much, and I feel like I don't need TikTok in my life because it's just more content. And I know mm. I'd like, I'd probably like, like if I got into the, mm. you know, Ralph sends me some videos on YouTube or on TikTok, and they're yeah. funny. Like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is funny I feel stuff. like I provide you with a solid kind of highlights you, reel. You of do, TikTok, yeah. You send so. me a lot of stuff. Ralph sends a lot of stuff. You see, so you're gonna get, get a curated TikTok playlist coming to you, but. There was a point is, oh yeah, so now I don't have that, but now I go on YouTube a lot mm. and YouTube's now like distilling down videos that I would have happily watched a 10 to 15 minute or yeah. into like 15 seconds. It's yeah. Like, world's most expensive hotel. I'd be like, sweet, I'll watch world's most expensive hotel while I eat my dinner. <laughs> it's like world's most expensive hotel in 15 seconds. You're like, oh <laughs> shit, this is all I have now. Like even the site that's known for yeah. like longer form content is now like, no, no, no. Yeah. The, the, Short. But what's funny is that I remember we were having this conversation about not like me and you, but globally about like YouTube's algorithm driving people to the far right. And that being a thing, mm. I don't know, like with the whole incel thing and, and mm. like years and years ago, like 2015, 16 or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and I looked at the shorts, like the YouTube shorts thing. And it's like every fucking video I'm getting is like, all this far right shit. Yeah. Because I, I don't use it. It's like the fresh algorithm. Like yeah. you're getting there and it's just like, this is the, you know, I don't use it. I'm just getting the fresh, untouched algorithm, the, the purest that, you know, you're harnessing, you're plugging into the pure algorithm, the global yeah. algorithm, not the personalized one. And it's just like, I'm touching it. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. You don't, like, you maybe, don't... maybe immigrants do suck. Oh my God. Yeah. No, it is. But it's like, it's like, it's like imagine intense. If, you, if YouTube is like, if YouTube is like a, 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 a big shopping center, mm -hmm. like the right wing stuff is like the first couple of shops straight in the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. go in and it's right there. Where like, where the Burger King is in Nutgrove. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the right way. It's right there. They paid for prime, like real estate space well, on YouTube somehow. I, I spoke about this before, but I think, but when my UCD account got deleted, yeah, and then I had just had to get a new YouTube from fresh. 
from the start. And yeah, it was the same thing. Pure, pure algo, just on. It's just like the feminazis, that kind of stuff. Or like, yeah, <laughs> libtard gets owned. Libtard gets owned. It's always <laughs> some like, you know, woman with glasses and like colored hair yeah, looking yeah. really distressed. And then yeah. you click into the video and it's just like some like really horrible racist being really racist and the woman being upset. And mm. I'm like, hang on, this doesn't look like, I yes. don't know. It is, uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah. Anyway, we're talking movies. about society and culture here on a, on a film podcast, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. We watched, yeah. this is a real episode. This we, is a real episode. This is a real like film review mm, episode. For, for you, not so much. For me, well, yeah. Not yeah. so much for me, but yeah. Yeah. But we watched the movies that are out in the cinema and we're going to put the episode out today. So it's going to be like fresh and you guys want to find out what we thought about the killer. We want to find out what we thought about Killers of the Flower Moon. You want to find out what Killer thought about the killer. And you want to find out what Killer thought about Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm. Well, we have uh, both those films being reviewed. We also have Skinamarink, a film we mentioned on the last episode, mm -hmm. which is ranked as maybe the fourth scariest film of all time by science. Science yeah. said this is the scariest film. <laughs> of Excuse me. Yeah. Um, well, we'll get to it later, but... Uh, yeah, go on. <laughs> I feel like you coughed and then you were like, I need to continue saying it. No, I was just thought like it, but go on, go on, please. And then also we have an, a thing at the end, which is going to be. Well, I watch You've Got Mail mm -hmm. and I watch Miss Congeniality and then you tend to watch those kind of films a lot. And you yeah. also watched. I Love You, Man. I had that in my back I pocket. I Love You, Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so, was that supposed to be a little surprise? Well, no, it. no, no. That was, we were going to talk. We, yeah, we're just going to lay it out at the top. We're going to let them know what is in the uh, the top. So in case there's people who are just, like going to don't want to listen to it anymore. Mm. Okay. That's enough bullshit. Yeah. Let's go. Scorsese. Okay. So Scorsese, which I found out this week from listening to Mark Kermode, who interviewed the editor of Killers of the Flower Moon, mm. that his name is pronounced Martin Scorsese. 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 French people say Scorsese. Yeah, they, they say, uh, uh, Italian people say Scorsese. Scorsese. What does Scorsese himself say? Well, that's, I don't know. But she knows him and she says it's Scorsese. Mm. Anyway, this is the new film from Martin Scorsese. Um, that feels that feel stupid. I'm going to discontinue using mm. that. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, and it also stars Robert De Niro. And it's a story about, there's this tribe mm -hmm. called the Os Os Osage Nation, right? Oh, yeah. And they were given a really, really bad bit of land uh, in America. They were given a shit land that no one wanted. Mm -hmm. But then, lo and behold, it's got loads of oil in it. Black gold. Got black gold in it. So they become extremely wealthy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, loads of people start living there. But it's Osage Nation, right? Like they run, it's their... It's their land. So they become really, really wealthy. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character is uh, the, or the nephew of Robert De Niro's character, who is called King, who's some sort of, you know, big figure in uh, this area, mm -hmm. uh, in o the Osage Nation area. He's really friends. He speaks Indian uh, or he speaks their language mm -hmm. and uh, he's really involved. And he tells Leonardo DiCaprio's character, um, Ernest, that if he wants to make rich, there's lots of money to be made in this place. If you want to get rich, you got to marry one of the Osage nations. That's how mm. you get rich here. So uh, he ends up marrying um, Lily Gladstone's character, who's called Molly Burkhurst or whatever. Mm. And she is uh, another actor in it who's kind of like the star. She's a shine out character in it. She's really, really well acted. And um, he marries her. And then the film, which is three hours, 30 minutes long, slowly starts to show how 
the this king character starts uh, manipulating his nephew into kind of getting in on his i guess his plan to sort of slowly uh well slowly kind of start eradicating the characters Mm. of this family just infiltrate and then also like road from within also a road and kill and do like really 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 horrible things to these people Mm -hmm. to basically gain the land for themselves mm-hmm. um it's kind of it, yeah yeah it's kind of similar to the irish man in that it deals with kind of someone who does horrible things over the course of their entire life mm-hmm. and like are dealing they are dealing with this kind of mm-hmm. they are they uh is there just a straight up evil person is there such thing as just evil people or are there people who do terrible horrific things but then also have moments of like self-reflection and stuff like that yeah um the film is very 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 good really really good wow okay it's like fantastic (laughs) it's really it's like i think i i gave a four and a half stars out of five on letterbox um the reason i took away half a star was because of the length it's too long yeah like a half an hour too long probably um, it still needs to be a long movie, but it's probably too long. But I, I mean, I was only saying that because I was watching the film with Anna and she was sitting there and she kept going, oh, how much longer is, how much longer is there? And mm. I was kind of like conscious of the length. Yeah, but if yeah. it was just me sitting there in the IFI and screen one in the IFI watching yeah. on my own, let me tell you, I think I was fine with it. I think it was like a five, well, five, five star. Yeah. Jeez. No, it was a five star film. The acting is incredible. As I said, Lily Gladstone's amazing. Leonardo DiCaprio. I think the best I've ever seen him. He because who he's cares though, because he, he oh, who cares that the Leonardo was, Leonardo DiCaprio is such a good at being a little bollocks. Yeah. He does it. He's got a little cretin face. He looks really swollen. He looks like he's just been. He looks like he's got gout. He looks like he's got real swollen feet. Like he's he has In, lived too long, eating nice food and drinking wine and having sex with very very young women yeah he's that's he's lived that life and now he's kind of this swollen horrible kind of alcohol hollywood looks like a horrible guy uh de niro's really fun at playing this it's kind of uh i don't know he's kind of like the guy on the front of that bucket the chicken colonel colonel sanders yeah one of those guys like an upstanding individual who but who fronts as like being really nice this nice southern gentleman but actually is very manipulative and scary and that kind of thing is he he's playing like a man his own current age is he yes yes oh, yes yeah. there's no vis- there's no it looks amazing it's visually so cool it looks mm-hmm. so brilliant uh the 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 acting again is great the plot is is really good it goes along at a good pace uh there's lots of osage nation people in it apparently all the depictions of the costumes and stuff like that are really accurate mm. um it's horrific like that the way these people are treated this is a true story this is actually the birth of the fbi the fbi uh come in and start investigating why these osage nation people uh, keep dying and it's actually one of the first cases j edgar hoover sends them there to sort this out it's one of the first like instances of the bureau of investigation kind of doing something so it's kind of the birth of the fbi whilst also being the story what year are we talking here talking like the 20s uh, 20s early 30s kind of post Mm. post world war one leonardo DiCaprio's character was a chef in world war one anyway it's it's just a really really good film. It, it deals with really difficult issues. I'm sure that like you know, uh, it's not perfect in in how it's like represent. Like obviously, it's it's a fucking uh, white guy, uh, old like white guy making mm. this film. But it's it's 
not just that it's like Martin Scorsese, the, the premier cineast of, of his of his time. Yeah. And like it, I feel like he does it. And he's also someone who cares about like indigenous people and has always worked really hard trying to like elevate cinema from around the world, from around different cultures and stuff. So he's mm-hmm. clearly made an effort to try and make this as um, honest a representation as possible. It's definitely not from the perspective of the Osage nation people. It's from the perspective of these ho- like horrible, horrible white guys who are just, um, you know, who are really lacking in morality, but then, you know, it forces you to identify with them or to see things from their viewpoint. And, and it really, it's really hard. It's horrible. It's a horrible What's film. What's like to watch the overarching emotion of the film? Are you sad? Is it, is it horrible? Is it uh, like, uh, yeah, it's pretty grim. It's pretty grim. Mm. It's frustration. It's kind of that sort of thing. Like, like, uh, do you know the, do you know the way, do you know when you watch the wind that shakes the barley and yeah, you yeah. get out of it and you want to just like, you feel like you want to join the array or like punch, <laughs> punch an English person in the face or something. You yeah, know what I mean? Like that yeah, kind of yeah. vibe where you're like, Oh my God, anger, anger, anger. Mm. But imagine like watching that if you were English and you would probably feel like, Oh, Oh, oh we did a bad thing yeah, yeah i yeah. i kind of watched that feeling like oh god this is awful even though I, like i'm not american <laughs> and it's not my <laughs> quite history far, or quite like far that. Removed from the i i like i just kind of have that vibe where i'm like god these these bastards really were just fucking horrible and and what uh, what are people who who endured so much and um it's real grim well so you would say definitely worth worth the trip to go see oh 100 percent. i think if you're not watching this if you're not watching this movie you're not watching like what are you doing <laughs> I certainly won't be watching it. It's Martin Scorsese. <laughs> it's Martin Scorsese. But man, the Irishman was so crap. This is really good. But like saying it's Martin Scorsese now to me doesn't mean anything to me anymore because he made the Irishman and I, I just thought that was poo-poo. But yeah, it wasn't poo-poo. It was also really good. It wasn't. But this is actually way, way better. I feel like when I watched The Irishman, I was like, oh, this is a great film. I am not really enjoying it at all. But I can mm. recognize this is probably good filmmaking or something. Yeah, like on paper, it's good. On paper, yeah, it's a five out of five. But, but it's this like, one's, this, this one's, is really entertaining. It's really fuck, incredible. I have to go. You have to watch it, man. You fucking and have to watch it. say it's a big cinema, big cinema. Get it in the cinema. Get it. It's going to be on sc- streaming soon. Nah. Uh, it's like, going to be on Apple. Apple made it. I'll never make it through a film that long at home. Yeah, That's there's the no thing. way. You need the cinema to lock you in. Then again, it, could, it actually would work well as a series. It really? might be a good series, yeah. It, it could be a series, but um, but I'm just saying it's a fucking great movie. You should check it out. Um, I mean, if you're not watching it, what are you watching? Miss Congeniality. No, Skinnamarink. <laughs> <laughs> um, last night also. Yeah. The reason I watched Miss Congeniality, which I'll review later. Yeah. I sat down, made my dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. You know that feeling? You made your dinner. You got the TV there. Netflix is up. Mm-hmm. Here we go. There's a fire going. Heating had been on for maybe half an hour. Warm house. Dinner. Nice. Ready to go. Plunk yes. my little arse down. Yeah. And the, the film The Killer, starring Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Is lo- loaded up in Netflix. Got it. Boom. Yeah. And there's the play button there. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. And then I played it up, sat down, hit play. And it was just play trailer. Yeah. And it was like coming up Friday. <laughs> Don't put it in the thing the same way everything else is in. If... It's the film's not there. Yeah. Pissed me off so much. But there's a slight niceness about this in that um we were supposed to go to the cinema with Anna's mum. Mm. And we were like, what do you want to watch? Anna's mum doesn't like uh, Brenda, wonderful woman, doesn't like uh kind of like violence and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So we were like, Oh, we'll go see this film. 
And she was like, no, I, I don't want to see that. I've already seen it. And we were like, okay, we'll go see this film. She's like, no, I don't see that. So she was going to go. It was agreed upon. It's a great film. She's like, oh, that looks great. I want to see it. Then sees that it's a Netflix. Sees that it's out at the end of the week or something like that. And says, oh, no, I don't want to see that. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's it's going to be on Netflix. Do, it doesn't come with us to see it in the cinema. Mm -hmm. Then Anna, Anna says she goes to watch it at home. Exact same thing that happens. Fuck so, sake. you know, sometimes people, sometimes there's joy. There's joy because some people get their comeuppance sometimes. Oh, so annoying. It's just <laughs> got to wait an extra few days. People, people all across the country are sitting down with a nice bowl of pasta ready to tuck in. And then that <laughs> feeling when you got the dinner there and you don't know what to watch then. You're like, oh my God, Jesus, panic stations. colder and colder. Like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> um, anyway. what kind of, give me a genre. Give me a genre. Anything, 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 anything. Science fiction? It's also so funny because you can't pick. You're like, what do you want to watch? What do you want to watch? <laughs> yeah. Come on, what? What? <laughs> it's then, their fault. And then anything Emer says, I'm like, no, not that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Just keep saying films until you get to one that I want. <laughs> That's every evening. That's it's, yeah, you have to have it loaded and ready. It's so it's such a horrible No, panic. what are we what are we watching? What no, are we watching? what? Do you what, know what I get? I'll watch anything. I'll watch anything. What about this? <laughs> Except that. <laughs> That's a real, like, like sometimes like Anna will have made dinner. Mm. And like the, I think the unwritten rule is like the person making dinner expects the fucking whatever that we will be watching to be open and loaded. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then I'll have just like have been on my phone for a bit. Then she comes over like fucking dinners there and the plates and I'm just on my phone and then. She's like, what are, we, so what are we watching? I'm like, oh, I don't know. What do you want to watch? She's like, that was your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was your job. We, like, no, what, what, what do you want to watch? The chaos at zoos. Oh, it's so. The food's yeah. getting cold. Yeah, it's so bad. We, I do even like, even I just watch a lot of Vanderpump Rules because we need to What's try What's Vanderpump Rules? That's a reality TV show. Oh, we just watch X-Files now. That's the, that's, that's the saving that's grace of everything. Way cooler than watching VDP. Um, X-Files is the perfect thing for those kind of, and can I, that's a little popcorn boys tip. If you're in that situation where you or your roommates or your partner have made food and you, you're, this also works for people who live alone at, on, uh, on their own. Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you got food and you have that pre, you know, your dinner's Couple's getting cold, panic, tip. uh, just stick on the X-Files. It's just perfect for that. It's mm. perfect. Um, yeah. anyway, so what did you watch instead of Killers? Uh, I watched Miss Congeniality, but we'll talk about that later. You actually watched Killers. Okay, I actually watched The Killers. <laughs> Tell the me killer. The Killer. The Killers live at Slaincastle. Uh, killers. So this was obviously a film named after me, or my name's in it, so I kind of like when, yeah. uh, when that happens. Uh, it's a return. It's the return of the great other Irish-German um personality mm -hmm. michael fassbender my brother my 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 brother well, don't in, go too uh, heavy because he's had some accusations against him but anyway has not. he mm. yeah well this stars a uh, person who i do not respect and do not <laughs> have, hold any affiliation with whatsoever yeah uh, michael fassbender a guy i don't know i don't think much of don't, anyway actually, never say, never liked him though, yeah I if i met that. him probably wouldn't like him yeah <laughs> if i met him probably wouldn't like him. i'll probably disagree with him on a lot of core <laughs> topics i just get a vibe off people sometimes yeah i'm told i'm good <laughs> at this um anyway he's in the film and it's david fincher directing so it's a big duo big maker of seven Maker of Seven, maker of Girl with Dragon Tattoo, maker of... There was another girl, Fight Club. Fight Club. He's made a huge, he, big He makes big a lot of films maker. for men. Ma he does, actually, doesn't he? It's like Men's Health Magazine. Yeah. 
we went through a phase of watching a lot of David Fincher a couple of years ago. And after watching four in a row, mm. we realized we actually had gotten de- a bit depressed. Like I, four in a row after like, you know, during a week or something. His mm. films are actually have a very depressive tone, very sad, dark tones. Anyway, this is a film from him. Um, it's uh, basically based off a French graphic novel about a hitman. Get this. Uh, who is uh, detached from reality, doesn't have any um, care in the world, kills people. He's very meticulous. There's this narration that plays the whole time. He's like, I don't care about anything. He puts earphones in and he's listening to the Smiths while he kills people. He's meticulous. He has rules. He doesn't get involved. He does the thing. He doesn't mm. care about anyone. But lo and behold, something goes wrong and then he ends up having to break all his rules. Um, yeah, yeah, so it goes. It, it's... Uh, yeah, I guess it's that classic hitman. Do they have souls? Like, mm, you know, mm. do they can they separate what they do and the their... art from the artist? Yeah, the art from the artist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and basically, like, you know, because he fails his hit, then the things turn against him. It's it's very John Wick. It's very hitman. That mm-hmm, film, hitman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've seen this kind of story a million and one times. Yeah. Um, it's an entertaining plot. Uh, I think Michael Fassbender, I don't know about him as a person, but uh, mm-hmm. as an actor, he holds the screen very, very well. Yeah. Uh, he's he's, he's, he's kind of interesting to look at and has uh, like one of those faces that just kind of holds emotion in the right way. Mm-hmm. And um, and like it's a, it's, it's a good plot. It's entertaining. But I tell you what, you just don't, it's not memorable at all. Yeah, I kind of feel like too, I, I've, heard, I've heard that story so many times. I feel like I've already seen it. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, yeah. I saw the trailer and I was like, I, I can already remember watching this film and I don't. Or like, it's just feel like it's already in my head. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, Tilda Swinton comes in. Uh, she's cool. At the end of it. And she kind of has this big speech and she tells this long joke and the joke doesn't land. It's not a very interesting joke. Uh, it's all about like, you know, a hunter going to the woods and shooting uh, uh, shooting a bear and then if he misses the bear gets like have sex with him or something like that and then he, wow. he he keeps missing he keeps missing and then the bear the bear goes wait a second you're not here for bears are you you're here for me to have sex with you or something like that anyway that's mm. the big punchline i shouldn't have spoiled that but i tell you what it's not a funny joke tilda swinton's great she's a bit of a scene stealer but like uh, oh she, you know she doesn't kind of she's i think it's supposed to be this big pivotal moment of um you know, when, when he meets her and their interaction, it's supposed to give him a big moment of realization or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, we all know this story. Mm. Uh, I didn't dislike it again. I watched it. I was like, this is entertaining, it, but it's it, very home viewing. It's is very there Netflix. a kid? Is there a kid? Well, there's usually a kid in these no, stories. No, uh, surprisingly, no kid. Oh, usually no. it's like a kid. And he's this like- is a kind of, it's like Taken uh, meets John Wick. It's something like that, right? right? Like, okay. it's not his daughter. It's his girlfriend in this one. But um, do you, do it's just that it's just like a bit of a forgettable. Watch it. Watch you, it with your do you, pasta. Do you, yeah, I will. No, I I will watch it because yeah. I like those kind of films. It, yeah, it kind of reminds me, based on what how you described it and how I thought it looked, was that film you were never really here. Yeah, but that film's actually really good, and it kind of subverts the genre a bit in that mm. you don't see anyone getting killed or anything. There's no subversion. Like, of... do do you think do you think David Fincher is that his name again? Yeah. Did I say that? Um, do you think he was trying to make a film with any more merit and just failing to do so, or do you think he was like, I'm just going to make a bit of an action film? I don't know. It's weird. I actually, it's actually like kind of surprising. Why, why did he make this film? Because it's kind of like, 
a bit basic or something. It's quite kind of, basic. Yeah, I was thinking like, that. I, I, maybe he just read that graphic novel and thought it was great, but he, you, you literally can't make the film without knowing exactly what is going on in Michael Fassbender's head the entire time, or the mm. killer's head. Mm. And so the way they do that is they just have a narration that that goes the entire time. Yeah. And it's really intense. It's 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 like too much. It's it's <laughs> constantly playing. You're just constantly hearing the thoughts of the of the guy. And if it's not him and his thoughts, it's like, you know, Morrissey going, I am here and I want to be in love. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, oh, Jesus. Bad choice of musician to pair with this person. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, it just, it just, re- I, I didn't work. And like, it honestly, it's like, it's just an action film that you could turn your brain off at. But for some reason, Mission Impossible and things like that are better because they don't pretend to be anything else. Yeah, they're not trying. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is maybe trying to pretend to be something else and it's not, it really isn't. It's just an action flick. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I, I'll probably still watch it though. It's, yeah. It's I mean, like, whatever. It's, it's kind of a it's whatever. It's solid three stars. Nice. Okay. It's just a bit of, it's a bit of, yeah. 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 Nice. Why well, not? Um, you know? So that's that film. That's uh, the whole killer section of the show over because it's killer of the flower moon killer. My mm. whole section is over. Um, so I want to thank you guys for just going along with that for me. But now I got to. Yeah. Killian, Killian's going to step out. Yeah. I'm going to step outside <laughs> and we're just going to let Mark uh, just like shuffle and breathe on the mic and kind of yeah. mess with the wire for a bit. Um, shuffling and breathing yes. feature heavily in the film I am going to review now, which is called Skinnamarink. Okay. Or as Emer unironically called Skinny Malinks because she thought that's what it was called. Skinny Malinks. Have you seen, do you know, like, I feel like a Skinnamarink is like, do you know anything about it? No, all I know about it is it was in that list that we looked at last week. And but, in that photo that they showed of it, it's a small child on a, like a home viewing camera. Or yeah, like if, some, if some I, sort of camera that you try to look at your kid through if to I see may, if they're sleeping. If I may, I'm going to just play a little bit of a video and the sound will also play. This is a new thing I'm going to start doing in the podcast where I play videos from my phone into the microphones. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like sometimes when you're listening to like BBC or something like that, they say, and here's a clip. And here's a clip. But no, I just feel like I want to show you this because it gives you an essence. Yeah, but don't don't forget that you do also have to play the two YouTube ads before. <laughs> no, no, like, I don't have them this time. For oh, that's whatever. amazing. You know the way sometimes you get a little treat. YouTube goes, you can have that one for free, pal. <laughs> Look at this. Okay, so this is the Skinny Malinks. Quite scary. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Man, uh, that sounds like Mark's microphone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> isolated. But like for people who haven't seen like the trailer is just loads of like shots of like corners of rooms with yeah. lights reflecting on them. Yeah. And like any of the shots of people like you can never see a whole person on the screen. You can just see like it's the whole legs. film like that. The entire film is that. Oh, wow. uh, uh, the entire film is just spooky shots of lights. There's a loose story you can kind of pick up. There's it's just two kids in a house by themselves, and the kids are like both like maybe three. Okay. And then there's, it's not you know there's there is a ghost or something in the house. Like it's it's not 
up to interpretation if the kids are getting spooked. Like there's a ghost there doing ghosty stuff. Okay. Um, but it's quite a divisive film because some people were like, this film's so boring because so much of it is just that. Yeah. And um, and just spooky shots of like a light. For, for loads of it, the only light used. Whoa. The only light is someone doing some shit outside the house. Just yeah, skinny, it's the skinny Malinx. The, <laughs> the only light used in the whole movie is just a TV static in the room. And that's the only thing light in the whole room when they were shooting. Oh, it. Wow. I read that online. But uh, it's it's fucking scared the shit out of me anyway. Really? The film? Yeah. I like there were a bit. There were parts of it at the start when you just like just looking at that kind of footage. You're like, this is scaring me. I Well, when you were playing that on your phone mm. on YouTube, it was kind of scary. And then there's some bits of it that really I was like. Whoa, my God, that scared me so much. Oh, really? Um, like, I've never seen a film. It like, it really captures, you know, when you're like a kid and you're in yeah. someone's house and you have to go, or like, it's the night and you get up to go to the toilet. Oh. And like, you're just a bit scared. There's nothing there. You run, you run in case the demons yeah, catch you. It just, it captures like that feeling better than like, at, like I've oh. never seen that like it where there's no, there's, you don't see any ghosties or, well, maybe you do, spoiler. But uh, it's just, it's just like spooky shots of a house, and then okay. you hear a few creaky doors and stuff, and you're just like, "Oh man!" Fuck. It looked to me a bit like a like a like ASMR, but for spookiness, scary. It's just scary ASMR. Yeah, it's horrifying. And then they they do a few things where like you kind of get lulled into this, and then there comes a point where you're like, "Ah oh, man, I'm getting a bit bored of this. Like it's just spooky shot stuff. Nothing's gonna happen." And then they fucking give you something, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Oh, they're like they lulled me into a false sense of security there, and then for the rest of the film, you're like, "Maybe something will happen." And they just build the tension for ages and you're like, you know, you start getting bored again. You go, oh, fuck again. Oh, God. You know I, mean? I don't like it at all. Did you ever like it? Yeah, we both liked it. Okay. Like, it's definitely like, it's long. It's like an hour and 40 minutes, almost no talking. Wow. Like, very, basically no talking and just spooky shots of stuff. But I, I just never seen a film like that. It like, came out, what, last year came out? Yeah. They, they, I think they, they, it cost 15,000 to make and it ended up making like two and a half million or something. Classic horror story, horror film, isn't it? But yeah. I'd say if you're going to, I also think it's a film more so than any other where you really. This is the second time you've dropped your phone. A different phone. Actually. Oh, a different phone. The, two my phones, phones both on the floor. still on the ground there. So. <laughs> it's um, just one to the left and one to the right. <laughs> um, but I would say it's a film you really have to like, you got to, you have to. You have to go along with it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. don't just chuck it on. Like, not for pasta. It's not for pasta. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you have no to pasta be like, for this one. You have to be like, right, I'm going to go make myself scared now. Okay. Let's sit down and put on the scary thing. Okay. You know, it's like chewing gum. Could you have chewing gum in your mouth? Nothing, nothing. Nothing. It's okay. like Blair Witch. You know, if you're watching Blair Witch, if yeah. you're, the light's on, you're walking in and out of the room or whatever. Yeah. It might not work, but. It, imagine that. Right imagine setting, like while you're making dinner or something, you, you yeah. stick on the Blair Witch and put it on the laptop on the table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like Blair Witch is. Is the, I think the scariest. So it's an atmospheric kind of okay, okay. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, wait. I'd say you'd probably fuck like probably not. Well, it's kind of fun. You d don't really like gory stuff. I feel. Um, yeah, it's gory and 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 uh, yeah, it's gory stuff. I don't like. I don't like this well, stuff. Then, sounds atmospheric. Atmospheric stuff I can handle. Yeah, it's, um, it's like ambient. It's like an ambient horror film. For that me. sounds so scary and it horrible. Is. It was the film that made me feel the most like I'm like I was. For ages, I was like, go like, oh, no. Like, kids. Vulnerable kids. They're nothing scarier. Mm. And the kids are real innocent. Like, they're, you know, there's times where they're like, going like, what was that noise and stuff? And just like walking into the room. And you're like, oh. How old are they? They're, young. I think it's kind of nappy times. Oh, God, that's scary. Where's the mom and dad? You don't know. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, 
uh anyway that that's a film that we obviously we said last week that we will not be reviewing any more um our films from mm. november 1st it is christmas 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 but this is our bridger episode well i, I was gonna say so as a, do you remember i recommended batman as a potential way to to segue into spooky season yes an excellent film i think to segue from the spooky season into christmas season mm. is you've got mail which is a film i've seen before <laughs> but that's christmas in that movie but is it christmas yeah but it's subtle christmas and it only is christmas can you tell the, the story end. of how you ended up watching you've got mail just briefly <laughs> it's just very very funny uh oh i went to a, a glenlow abbey which is a rest which is a hotel in galway and they have two actual um carriages from the orient express one of which was actually in the film murder on the orient express the original one and okay. uh, also uh, apparently transfer transported churchill's remains to its final resting place <laughs> oh, really? uh, that carriage where i had my dinner but um i went there and then this hotel also has a kind of an old school cinema in it and when we got there i like asked the the lady if she could tell us what film was on she called mm. me and she was like oh it's murder in the orient express uh, that we're playing tonight. And I even said like the old one or the new one. She's like, oh, the old one. And she was like, nice. Uh, there's scenes in the film are actually shot in the carriage. You're going to be having dinner tonight. And I was like, holy shit, that's fucking so cool. Like, that's so nice. I actually and have a I, film podcast. And then know, I was, this is going to be such a good material for that. <laughs> and then I was telling the, like telling Emer and stuff. We went for our dinner. Um, the food was very nice and stuff. There was, let's just say like a, I think a bit of a, the train was derailed. The train derailed. Somewhat, train derailed, and uh, there was a bit of a service meltdown. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the meal ended up taking quite a long time, so we were quite late for the film. And I was like, "Fuck, we gotta get to the film because I want to see the movie." Mm. And then, uh, so we kind of rushed out of the we rushed out of the theater and ran over <laughs> to go see "Fucking Murder in the Orient Express," and we get there, and just inexplicably, "You've Got Mail" was on <laughs> instead. <laughs> And I, no one could explain it to me. I actually made a little complaint about it. And they were like, oh, like even the people were like, what? We don't have that film. Yeah. <laughs> like we I checked, legally aren't allowed to play that film. I checked the schedule. Like they have a film schedule there and everything. And I checked it and it said Murder on the Orient Express. I'd say there's some disgruntled employee who's watched Murder on the Orient Express, yeah. both versions, thousands and like, thousands of I times. And was just like, this again. is, I just really want to see Meg Ryan's face. Yeah. Uh, and I want to see Tom Hanks in his kind of like, soft nice guy era yeah, i just yeah, want to yeah. see i just want to see these two guys yeah uh, who were kind of a hollywood couple for a while right they weren't together but they were in a lot of movies together i think i don't know anything about that anyway anyway got i got mail. there i was pretty pissed off um at first but then i was like you know what this film this film's a banger so i was like <laughs> all right let's go let's do it let's get into it took a while to mentally adjust from like you know 70s murder mystery to that or whatever but uh um explain the plot to you've got mail for those who haven't seen it it's the it's like the most 90s like email has just become a commonly available thing film mm -hmm. where these two people uh it's actually really questionable and a lot of the plot made me be like what the fuck like mm -hmm. um <clears throat> so they're both in relationships um, they both live with their partners, but then via email, I actually don't know because I missed the start. They both own bookstores, right? One owns a bookstore. One owns a bookstore and one owns, it's actually so funny. It's like so early internet that the 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 the, the nemesis of the bookstore is like the equivalent of 
it's like a multi-story book franchise. And yeah. It's like they don't even have Amazon yet. Yeah. So it's like you don't you don't even know what's it's gonna just a hit bigger you. bookstore. Yeah. You don't even yeah. know what's gonna hit you in like twenty years. But uh, <laughs> the there there theoretically she despises this bookstore. This guy's the CEO of the bookstore. He doesn't give a shit about her little shop. He doesn't yeah. hate her, but he's just kind of indifferent to her. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they happen to meet in this chat room. And even though in real life they're like nemeses, mm-hmm. they're in this chat room online and they're they're getting on really well and they're having kind of developing a kind of romantic mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and this hilarity ensues, you know, because uh, they meet each other in public and they're like, you, you're a motherfucker. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then in... I'm sure in the soft online, 90s rom-com, she doesn't say that yeah, word. And then, um, <laughs> and then, but online they like because they say they don't want to share any details yeah so there's a lot of bits where she'll be like oh i met this guy today or the, the this this uh colleague or whatever she describes mm. she's like he was you know she describes they basically both describe the same situations that they were that of them interacting in real life mm. online and yeah blah 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 ha ha ha, ha. eventually yeah. they fall in love and then they fucking blah, 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 blah. yeah yeah they end up meeting up but, but, but it, good very good yeah because <laughs> i love the way you're kind of like shitting on it going like it's so stupid so dumb and i'm like but it's very it's a- good it's really good it's one of those it's one of those films this really sums it up but you like i don't know how many things have done this i feel like we've even mentioned it on the podcast before mm. i might have even reviewed this on the podcast before where tom cruise goes on this thing it's like you know when you go into a starbucks and they say tall, That's tom small. hanks oh yeah tom hanks like tall oh, yeah. small mochaccino frappuccino and i'm just like can i just get a cup of coffee you know that <laughs> joke that people's like yeah I feel like that's been in so many things, but it's one of those. It's got is that, that in? Is that in? Yeah, it? that happens. Oh my god! It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That famous. Can we can we get that scene of Senorita Awesome? Have you seen that? What is that? This is one of the like famous bits of like bad dialogue. It's uh, I don't know what it's from, but it's uh, it's like a scene in a um in a coffee shop, and some someone wrote this, and it's just this this woman ordering a coffee. Senorita Awesome coffee scene. That's what we're gonna find it. Is Senorita Awesome the name of the movie? No, it's it's uh God, how do I find it? It's I, not there. I like how there's just a guy like revving his car engine. Yeah, can you guys hear this? There's you guys can't answer. <laughs> you guys can't answer us. But I really hope you can't hear it. There's a scene, there's a scene in this thing. I'm gonna find a fucking Senorita Awesome. Is it potentially the scene from You've Got Mail that I just described? No. Am I not gonna find this? Man, can I just you you played something? Can I just have two seconds to look for this? Uh, man, take your time. I'll just talk a bit more about you've got mail. Um, because I'm quite good at listening to something and searching for stuff on my phone at the same time. Killian, can I do one thing at a time though? <laughs> he has to completely shut down all other brain functions okay, in order okay. to <laughs> I got it, I got it. in order to find something on his I phone. I found it. I found it. I also it. love how like that's not how the show works. Like you got to play something now. I got to play something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. So this is it. This is this is a scene from I don't know what, but a really really funny interaction. That was nice. That, yeah. I'm glad you played that. That was good. I like that. But that's it's that joke. It is. And Can then I just have like, a cup of coffee. 
Do you know Gil- <laughs> like Gilmore Girls yes. humor? Okay, you know, well, I love like Gilmore. Girls, you know the way she's yeah. always like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they talk really fast, but and it's And like, great. she always goes like, you ever thought about going to the moon? Or, you know, like she says stupid yeah. shit like that. Yeah. It's it's a lot of that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, okay. And when they're typing, because they have to like act, they do a lot of like raising their hands and going, meh, 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 when they're like typing. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Remember that guy on RTE News who had to do the typing? Yeah, the fake typing. And he's just gently... But as you, the thing. as you get older, as an old, as an old, uh, my wisdom, yeah. Since the last time I watched it, mm. they both are like fully cheating on their long-term partners, unbeknownst to them, and really? talking quite ill of their partners. Uh, and are like, their partners that bad? Uh, no. Well, one of the Tom Tom Hanks's partner, and it seems pretty funny. She seems a lot cooler than Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan seems like the most annoying person ever. They actually both seem like the most annoying and sufferable people in the world. But in a '90s, like, can I just get a cup of coffee kind of way? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, but then there comes a weird. Can I like? I'm just gonna do spoiler. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you got mail. If you haven't watched it in the last thirty years or whatever, and it doesn't matter if you know what happens. It's not. It's not no. about. No, it's <laughs> you not. You know what's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, you know from they the get start. together. So don't worry. But, uh, there's a long period at the end where he finds out that it's her. He knows in advance, right? But he doesn't tell her, and then he starts. They kind of start forming a relationship, um, naturally without her knowing, mm. and then he kind of is doing this weird catfish kind of gaslighty sick thing where he's talking to her on the internet and saying stuff and then in real life he's saying other stuff that contradict him and he's asking her about the guy on the internet and all this stuff and yeah he's because really, she starts to fall for him yeah, in real life yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. right? but then he's like it's kind of i guess it's supposed to be romantic and i guess maybe the idea is he wants her to fall for him for who he is in real yeah, life yeah but i think i don't know i was watching it like he's but a doesn't that become weirdo. with just because just because I don't know why I remember so much about this movie because I think I, I think it was just on film four like every mm. weekend. Mm. Um, but doesn't her doesn't she find out that he knows that he knew in advance and that becomes like a reason they no well the, the way the way it happens is she arranges to meet up with internet guy yeah and then she goes to the place Park. where they're supposed to meet and then Tom Hanks just shows up and she said I was hoping it would be you. And then they fucking kiss. That's the end. That's the last That's scene. the end, yeah. Yeah. It's also so funny because he shows up, he's dressed like shit and he's just walking his dog. And like, he's just looked like a random guy walking. Like, you think he'd put on a suit and some, <laughs> get some flowers or something just for like the epic closing scene. But he literally looks like just a random guy. Did you, were you kind of in love with Meg Ryan in that film? I think she's, no. she was, she was, from when I remember being young and thinking she was great in that. You thought she was hot? I don't know. I thought she was just a great character. <laughs> getting a bit awkward there. <laughs> no, I thought she was just a really well acted character. Really actor. <laughs> I thought she was really a, like I found her character really annoying, but I could tolerate it in that context. Senorita, awesome. Yeah, I know she didn't she, say that, but she's like Laura, like Gilmore. I've actually never. Okay, really well, you're just na- you're just literally listing off like the people I fancied when I was uh, a young teenager. <laughs> you're just listing them. Um, <laughs> but no, this film's great. But it is funny, like in the '90s, how you're just like, wow, uh, creepy stuff going on here. Yeah. No one cares. But that was the way it was back then. Yeah. There's a funny bit where um, Meg Ryan and her boyfriend, who like literally live together, just break up. And she says, I don't love you. And he says, I don't love you either. And then they both start laughing. And then that's it. (laughs) I wonder, has it ever gone Do you know what year that came out in? No. Actually, I'd say it's probably early 2000s, was it? You've Got Mail is a 1998 film. Oh, that was a bad year. And let's say it was probably a bad film for feminism or a good film for feminism. I'd say it was 
I don't know. I didn't really think about it in that okay, context. Okay, well, it, let's say it wasn't the most progressive film. No. Well, in a mere two years later, in the year 2000, a film drops called Miss Congeniality, which is a feminist classic. I think we can all agree. I, Mark Byrne, you watched it. Give us your reason why it's the best film for women and how it destroys the Bechdel test in one fell swoop. Wait, I, I don't know if you're joking. I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's like, a, it's, no. it, it's very of that era where they're like, where they're like, it's feminist because it's a woman in the lead role or whatever. No, it is certainly not feminist. Yeah. The, the, it's all about her, women being hot, isn't her it? Colleague, her colleague smacks her on the ass multiple times in work. And then there's a whole scene where every man in the office, they all meet up and they have some piece of software, which I where they can put they can put bikinis on any woman and see them in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just start putting bikinis on different women going like, whoa, it's it's, it's crazy isn't stuff. there a funny one where they put a bikini on the boss <laughs> they put a bikini on the boss and stuff that's funny and then at the end they're like they what's put... that software that can put a bikini on audio? yeah i don't know man one of the first apps killian's like i gotta get my hands on <laughs> the uh the the no but then but she's kick ass she's badass in that film no she is no sandra I'm... bullock another german another german yeah bullock this is a great fucking week for germans they're maybe I, not i have to say i i i I don't think I've ever seen Miss Congeniality before. Okay. I watched it. And, you know, films that I described it with Emer didn't like, I described them as films women like. But the likes of Devil Wears Prada, love that film. Mm -hmm. Legally Blonde, love it. Mm -hmm. You've Got Male, love that one. Mm. Um, I feel like that's not in the same camp as No, it's films, not. Actually. It's not fair. Devil Wears Prada, All uh, those Legally Blonde, are, and, and Miss Congeniality are different. Women in New York movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Miss Congeniality didn't like it as much. Okay. I it's a like real it classic case of, uh, I don't know if you saw the new Barbie film. Um, but I love that. <laughs> I know, we watched it together. But like, there's that famous uh, move where Ryan got, where the, like, they're like, pretend that you're feeling really ugly and let him take off your glasses and say you're beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, that scene, like in, in those movies where they, it's just like an obviously stunning actress. Yeah. global superstar but they're wearing glasses and mm. then the guy just like removes the glasses and we're like oh my god she's beautiful yeah yeah, um, yeah. it's exactly <laughs> like that they just put eyeshadow on her and tell just her put eyeshadow on her and it's just like it's like she's just stunning um but i found i thought sandra bullock was really funny in that film she's pretty funny no it's good it's a good movie like i, I definitely liked it i'd recommend it but i just felt like you know when i watched legally Bond, i was like holy shit this film's so good okay and devil's prada i think is so good and uh, this one, I was just a bit like, ah. Okay. You know, it was fine. But I, like, I remember thinking it was funny. Cool. It wasn't as funny. Like, I wasn't laughing. We, do we need to give some of the plot? Miss Congeniality is oh, about yeah. FBI agent who has to infiltrate. There's, a, there's a, an assassination plot in Miss World Pageant. What's his name? I think his name is just The Assassin or something like that. But this is Miss World Pageant Assassination. It's Miss America. Miss America. Yeah. And then she has to, basically, they need someone to go undercover she is the only female agent in the FBI or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then they get... No, she's the only female agent in the FBI that looks good in a bikini. Genuinely, that's the reason she's she's in it. But at the start, she's she's presented to be this like really awful Ta looking, yeah. like uh, yeah. nerdy kind of person, even though she's, she's just, like a tough, she's like a tough she's nerd. She's tough. She's really good at fighting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But uh, then they just take her glasses off and yeah. straighten her hair and give her eyeshadow. And suddenly she's like, Literally Stunning. one of the most beautiful women in America. Yeah, Taming of the Shrew kind of thing. 
Tell me the truth, it, or it's just it's it, it's is she is Sandra Bullock not in a film that's very similar to that? But again, Miss Congeniality two. No, which who who's in the Princess Bride? That's not that her. That is not in any way similar to this film. Not Princess Bride, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Miss Princess, the Princess Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. I don't know what that is. Princess Diaries is not. It's not starring Sandra Bullock. It's starring um, what's her name? Anne Hathaway. But it's a similar thing. Uh, and Anne Hathaway and Sandra Bullock, they are, look pretty similar. Yeah. Isn't there one? What's the one with the uh, where? Who's that famous actor? Audrey Hepburn goes yeah. from me. Hello, I'm Audrey Hepburn, and then she turns into a. Well, that <laughs> that is. Um, she becomes a lady. That that is a film. Sam, Samuel Beckett wrote uh, based on his play Pygmalion. Yeah. Uh, and they became My Fair Lady. Yeah. And Samuel Beckett won the Oscar for My Fair Ladies, becoming the first individual Irishman, uh, first and only person to win the Nobel Prize for writing and the Oscar for best screenplay or best Jesus. whatever. Uh, but that's 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 Pygmalion. That's that's literature. You know, that's, that's uh, one. <laughs> that's of the a good. That, that film's crazy. Audrey <laughs> Hepburn's going hard in that film. Like she's really going. Hello. Yeah. Then at the end, she's like, "Hello." Yeah. I do believe she's got it. It's crazy. Um, yeah. The, uh, Wait, we're go we're going all over the place right now. Aren't sorry. We? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Miss Congeniality. Wait, what was I saying? You've got mail. Really yeah. good. Love yeah. it. Miss Congeniality. It's not so bad. If you put it this way, if you're sitting down to watch the killer and you got to play it full past on your lap. Mm. And then you're like, fuck it, Miss Congeniality's there, whack that on instead. Yeah. That's exactly what I did, and it was all right. You watched another film of a kind of a similar voice. I think we, I think I just, I, because I have to be honest with you, this film I watched, I Love You Man. I only watched the first half of it, and it was drunk uh, after we'd gotten home from a night out, and uh, we had ordered a Domino's pizza, and the pizza arrived, and then we ate the pizza and fell asleep whilst watching the film. But I do remember as I slowly drift up, drifted off with the, you know, the the, the veggie supreme, like kind of mm, gently mm. nestling on, on my chest. Uh, and as I kind of closed the laptop down so that I could fall asleep, I remember going, that's actually an all right movie, you know that? It's good. It's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Paul Rudd's really funny. He's great. Good bromance. Yeah. Times. It's really good. But I, I guess this is more to kind of like bring us into an era where... We have watched our scary films. We've watched our uncomfortable stuff. We're moving into the Higa era of the cozy winter. films, yeah. We're yeah. moving into the cozy era. So we kind of want your suggestions for rom-coms. Easy uh, films. Really easy, nice, easy viewing stuff that you would eat dinner with. Mm. Um, that kind of thing. So that's what we're looking for at the minute. Uh, we've started the ball rolling. We've got, you've got mail, which is good. Miss Congeniality maybe mm. isn't as good. Uh, I love you, man. It's very good. What do you think of Miss Congeniality? You never said. I I mean, I remember watching it as a kid. So, I mean, mm. I, I love it. My dad loves Sandra Bullock because she's German. Oh, nice. And okay. like she speaks German. Uh, so she's, got, you know, there's a little bit of like, ah, you know, she's she's great because she's German. But um, I remember thinking it was class. I remember thinking it was great mm. and it was funny. I remember thinking it was real funny and getting some of the jokes. And, you know, when you're a kid and you get the jokes, yeah, you're like, you kind of think, ah, oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, like when she says... I want world peace. What is it? She, she she makes the mistake. It's like they ask the people in the pageant, what do they want? What's their most desired wish? They all have wish? to say world peace. And they all yeah. have to say world peace, but she says something different, right? What does she say? She says, she says she wants, she says she wants stronger punishments for people who break their parole. <laughs> that's literally what she okay, says. Well, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, then, she, and then it's just total silence. And then she's, yeah. She says, I want world, stronger punishment for parole violators. And that's completely silent. And then she goes, 
and world peace. And then everyone claps. Yeah. I remember like as a kid getting that joke and thinking I was real like, oh yeah, that's intellectual. Yeah. They're always saying that as dumb. I'm intellectual. Um, Anyway, I I, I thought it was a good movie and I love you, man. It's a good movie, but please send us some fucking rom-coms with people have been like, can I just read out some of the Lister correspondences? Because they are, they're good correspondences. I like them, but if, if we're to read out the things you guys send us, they have to be longer than like a sentence long. You know, you got to put a bit of effort. You got to put pen to paper. Well, you got to send, you got to pen us something nice, right? I asked people, what did you guys think of uh, Killers of the Flower Moon and The Killer? So, um, Justin said, predictable, almost like it actually happened. I don't know which film you're talking about there. You, maybe yeah. you're making a joke about Killers of the Flower Moon. To and be fair, true story. Kid, you completely fucked right in that question. Up. Yeah, I I understand. Okay, I I let's. You, let, you just, wrote, this is what, what did people... you think of Killer Killer and Killers of? <laughs> is what you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys got to put pen to paper. Uh, now, Fjord, uh, who's corresponded with us before, wrote the best one. Uh, this is about the killer. I found myself guessing which Smith songs they would be playing next. It was a funny wee game. Um, so that was kind of good. Uh, mm. Terry Toner of the uh, What's So podcast. Great About It podcast. Uh, Robert De Niro gives good goggles. Also, it's really good. Uh, that's in reference to the really good goggles that Robert De Niro wore in Killers of the Flower Moon, which mm. is very true. And then, um, and then I asked just on. Uh, oh no, no, that's it. That's all the responses. I just I ask you guys if you want to send us something, just send us like something a paragraph long. We'll 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 read it out if send it's us good. Send us whatever you want. No, no, I'm saying give us chunkier information because it can't deal. Someone just says, oh, it was good. I can't deal with that. Well, what about the fact that 90% of the time people send us stuff, we just read it and don't even say anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and we will strive to do better as well. We will. We'll no, strive to do better as well. I'm going to be looking at some thrillers. Yeah. I'm going to be looking at, because it's still too early for me to be watching Christmas films. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm going to be watching some thrillers. I'm going to be watching some yeah, 90s thrillers. And yeah. rom-coms. Well, the, uh, we will be watching The New Napoleon is going to be coming out. Oh, yeah. When is uh, that also, again? we're going to be watching uh, The Miracle Club, which uh, my delightful partner, Anna, actually worked on. So we're going to wow. have an exclusive interview with uh, the person who did the art department in that, who has some drama about the behind the scenes. And uh, all the other... Actually, I'm, uh, actually, you, I'm not supposed to say anything about that. Touchy-feely times. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. You did say that. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. knows? This could be the episode that goes viral, and then we end up getting yeah. LaBelle. We should call this episode us. "Touchy Feely Times" <laughs> on the set of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop the recorder before we get the cancelled. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you so much. Bye. Cheers. Thank you.